Okay. I guess I'm just going to call this the first episode of Live from Occupy City Hall. Uh, it's been raining at... It's been raining in Rockford, Illinois for the past 12 hours. And I've been doing a lot of reflecting and soul searching in those 12 hours. Something specific about... Something specific. Uh... This is the closest that I have felt to feeling like I was in jail since the last time I was in jail. Not because, you know, not because I can't leave or because I'm here against my will, but because the cold reminds me of jail now. Uh, not seeing the sun or the sun not being up, which I mean the sun was up, but it's a gray sky. Gray skies remind me of jail now. It feel inside, every time I've been inside the jail, it feels like it's, you know, permanently raining outside or permanently a gray cloud just hovering outside. <clears throat> the closest I felt to being in jail because uh, I have court tomorrow at 3 o'clock. And even though I don't anticipate I will be arrested and remanded in the custody and go to jail, because I have went to court times before and been arrested and taken into custody and went to jail. And because each one of these court dates is a reminder that no matter how high or low the probability is, I face the possibility of being in jail if found guilty of the charges that I, I have against me. The most or the closest that I felt to being like I was in jail because I've been reading uh, this book, Have Black Lives Ever Mattered, by Mamiya Abu-Jamal. And Mamiya Abu-Jamal is in prison. He's writing this, this, this book is written from, he's writing it while in prison. And I'm on page 160, 170, 170, somewhere around there of the book and excuse me and the entirety of the book is about uh, the entirety of the book is about black people being murdered uh, black and I and, and within there is also uh, stories of how these things affect other communities, indigenous communities, uh, poor communities, Latino uh, communities, Latin communities, uh, Hispanic communities. But predominantly the book is speaking about 
how police terrorism, mass incarceration, and racial injustice affects the black community in the form of macroaggressions of these, of these, of these things, resulting in 90% of the time deaths of black people. And it's been two times where I read in the book where I've, you know, had a, an emotional reaction to the things that I was reading as I was in the process of reading it. <clears throat> One of those times came after reading about a 12-year-old boy being killed by the police, and uh, it made me think of my, my son. Uh, it made me think of me as a young young black child, and uh, made me think of some of the other the victims of these issues that have been here. Uh, Michael Say, Little Mike Sago was uh, 16 years old. Logan Bell was uh, 18 years old. And so I, I think that that just the uh, the the heinousness of a child's life being taken away and it just being a statistical thing and it just being uh, chalked up to just a, a flaw in the system or an error in the system or a bad apple. And that thing continuing to happen to other families. Uh, and you know, again, and so, and so uh, I had an emotional reaction to that, and then there was another passage in the book towards the the latter end where uh, Mamiya Abu-Jamal goes through multiple of the names that he has talked about uh, or written about in this in the book. Uh, he goes through the name of uh, Alton Sterling, uh, goes through the name of uh, Philando Castile, uh, Eric Garner, uh, you know, just name after name. And uh, as he goes through all of these different names, And and uh and uh uh and so uh and so he goes through all these different names of people who have uh, been killed and uh and so I had a, an emotional reaction to just these all of these different names you know and thinking about all these different events and how all these different things had happened and the culmination of them sort of uh begin to weigh on me and so uh uh from from that point forward you know uh I, I read another passage in the book and then after reading the passage in the book uh I, I took a moment to sit the book down and uh I sat the book down and I started taking some time to just reflect on everything that I had been reading and reflect on all the things that had uh, happened uh, while being out here. And, you know, my uh, 
sorry, thoughts, thoughts a little scattered, but so I sat the book down. I was getting a little bit tired. Uh, it was about to start raining, so we moved the stuff over to the side uh, by the old Chase, uh, old Chase Bank. And after moving the stuff over to the side by the old Chase Bank, uh, I, you know, went to sleep. Basically, lay down, went to sleep, uh, and. Somewhere in the in these last twelve hours, you know, basically I've just been, you know, sleeping, uh, awake, sleep, awake, sleep. It's raining, so I couldn't really read. Uh, continue to read the book. Uh, I haven't been in the the mental space or uh, the right space to do to do uh, some of the lives, the live from Occupy City Halls we have been doing on Facebook and. Uh, and I have found some comfort in just, you know, reading on the podcast without the camera being up and trying to get to a place of even, you know, speaking again, uh, just from the podcast without the camera being up. And, uh, and so, uh, not being able to, to read, uh, sort of forced me to, you know, take some time to, uh, think about things that have happened, you know, happened in the. I don't know, past week or, and it's not really a specified time. It's not really taking no time to think about anything that happened at a spe specified time. It's just been sort of a, uh, a, mo a, a reflecting on everything that's happened in the past year and uh, month now. And uh, thinking about the, Thinking about the disappointment that I have and and how and how easily people forget about uh, forget about things and how easily people even forget about people uh, when it's not your person or when the thing that happened is not directly connected to you. Uh, I I think that sometimes I wonder if if it if I'm being overly empathetic, you know, like, is it, uh, are you not, maybe it's not within human nature to, uh, to care about somebody, you know, to care about these other people to, or to care about people or care about stranger or to care about an issue to a point in which you're willing to, uh, sacrifice what's best for yourself and so uh and and you know i think that being out here is a constant reevaluation of how long do you stay and uh what are you staying for and what got accomplished today and what got accomplished yesterday and what could be accomplished tomorrow and uh a lot of times on the days where I feel as if I didn't accomplish anything, whether it's a, a day like this where it rains and so it's not a lot of foot traffic and it's not a lot of this, you know, nobody came to talk or nobody came to ask questions and wasn't able to do any type of reading. And, uh, you know, th these are the type of days where, you know, you can wonder, you know, is this, you know, purposeful? Is something, you know, being accomplished uh 
but one of the things that I've <clears throat> that I've come to find uh, strength in, or I've come to find power in, is the fact that uh, the days when you know something has been accomplished and you know you've succeeded in somehow, or you know you've uh, made some type of advancement and it makes sense to be out here and it seems like you know those days can only come uh after having the days where you don't know if something is being accomplished uh and so i understand that there can be no uh highs without lows and uh I've tried I've found a way or I've tried to find a way to try to stay balanced. Uh and a lot of times that's weed. Smoke I'm not lie. Smoke smoke weed and music. Weed and music. Uh it's cold and raining. It's cold and raining. But it feels like this is more apropos to the issues and the circumstances. I I was reading, uh, I was on Facebook, which I've been suspended on Facebook, so I've been using it less, which I found is probably a good thing. But I was on Facebook and I seen that a young woman had died in a car accident uh, on Monday. And I, I clicked on the story and I seen that her fiance had been murdered years earlier. And so I looked up her fiance's name and seen what happened to her fiance. And thinking about the, she had two children and thinking about uh, these children, you know, not having either of their parents alive. And made me think about a friend of mine that was murdered and, uh, the mother of his children was also murdered uh, a year later, a year and a half, two years later. And I think about his children uh, from time to time, uh, not as often as I should. Uh, but I think about what what this world holds for young black children and young brown children. Uh, what this society holds for them. Uh, and it's daunting. It's daunting. And it's sad. And it's disheartening. And it's... I think one of the things I found to be the most unfortunate about some of these situations and some of these circumstances is how uh, avoidable they are how easily some of these things can be fixed if they uh if if it was not people and businesses and organizations and institutions that have found ways to profit off of these things uh if alcoholism was addressed as uh steadfastly as the selling of alcohol and the promotion of alcohol is no, more so even honestly if if uh addiction wasn't looked at as uh something that was stigmatized uh 
uh, I think that that would be, you know, we'd be in a place where some of these things would be better if, uh, if violence wasn't something that was so ingrained into the societies. If violence wasn't something that was so uh, ingrained into uh, this nation, uh, into this world. Uh, if violence was something that wasn't uh, looked at as just an instrument or a tool to get in a, to get what it, an objective or to reach an objective, uh, if violence wasn't normalized at the extent that it is, uh, and it's it's all of these things that, and you know, many more poverty if. You know, money isn't even a real thing. Money doesn't exist. These dollars don't exist. These are these are man-made things. Uh, uh, unhoused people being unhoused. There's there's empty home right now as it's raining and cold outside. There are people who, not by choice, as we are currently doing, but because they have nowhere to go. They're outside in the rain and in the cold uh, while there are houses that are empty, while there are buildings that are empty and blankets that are unused and uh, food that is unaid and beverages that are undrank, you know. And when you think about the this country and this city and the the excess that it has of the things that other people have the excess that it has in in homes and the excess it has in foods and excess it has in in drinks and excess in medicine all of these things that it have that there are people all over in the city and in the county deprived of and and working themselves to death in factories and in restaurants to get I don't believe there should be any sunny days it should always be raining and cold It always be raining and cold.